Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Everybody. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we praise you. Lord, we worship you, Lord. We thank you. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we praise you. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we praise you, Father. Lord, we worship you. Lord, we love you. We thank you, Father. Lord, you are a good God. Lord, you are an awesome God. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we praise you, Father. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we praise you, Father. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we praise you. Lord, you are awesome. Habado do kusi, hebado do kusi, habado. He hebado do kusi, kabado do kusi, hebado kabado do kusi, kabado. Hebado do kusi, hebado do kusi, hebado saya. He manodo do sabado do kusi. Hey, 
Lord, we thank you. Lord, we love you. We thank you, Father. Lord, we worship you, Father. We thank you. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord. But Lord, bruise the head of every serpent that will attack our lives in the name of Jesus. Pierce, punish the piercing serpent in the name of Jesus. I bind and rebuke in the name of Jesus any serpent that will try to deceive me. In the name of Jesus, I release the rod of God to swallow up every serpent that will come against us. In the name of Jesus, Lord, protect us from the fiery serpent. In the name of Jesus, I bind and rebuke every serpent that will try to twist a coil around my, my life and our lives in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I bind and rebuke every python that will try to squeeze out our prayer life in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I bind and rebuke every cobra that will come against us in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I bind and rebuke every cockatrice that will come against us. In the name of Jesus, I bind and rebuke every flying serpent that will attack our life in the name of Jesus, according to Isaiah 27 and 1. In the name of Jesus, I bind and rebuke every sea serpent that will attack our lives. Uh, yes, Lord, we have authority to tread upon serpents. We are a believer, and we pick up serpents. That the according to Mark six and eighteen, that the fire of God drive out every serpent from our life. We cast out every viper that would operate in our lives in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord, thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, thank you, Jesus. I quench with the shield of faith every fiery dart that the enemy sends my way. I quench every fiery dart of jealousy, envy, anger, bitterness, and rage against my life in the name of Jesus. I quench every firebrand sent against my life by the enemy in the name of Jesus. I bind and rebuke all spirits of jealousy directed against my life in the name of Jesus. I quench every fire, fire, every fire the enemy will throw into the sanctuary in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I bind and cast out every fiery serpent against our lives in the name of Jesus. I quench every burning lamp that comes from the Leviathan's mouth, according to Job 41.19. In the name of Jesus, we will not be burned by the fire of the enemy. In the name of Jesus, we overcome every fiery trial against our lives by the enemy. In the name of Jesus, the enemy will not be able to burn our harvest. In the name of Jesus, we quench every fiery dark of wickedness since against our life. 
In the name of Jesus, we quench all ungodly words spoken against our life. In the name of Jesus, we quench every torch the enemy will use against our life. In the name of Jesus, we quench all gossip directed against our life. In the name of Jesus, the enemy flame will not be kindled upon us. And, Lord, I thank you that we are redeemed from the curse through the blood of Jesus. We are the seed of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We are the seed of Abraham, and his blessings is ours, according to Galatians 3 and 14. We chose blessing instead of cursing and life instead of death. In the name of Jesus, I break and release myself against all generation curses and iniquity as a result of sin of my ancestors. And, Lord, we love you and we thank you, Father, for what you're doing and what you have done. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I speak deliverance to your people. I speak deliverance to all your nationalities of people in the name of Jesus. And, Holy Ghost, help us in the areas that we need help in. Holy Ghost, help us. How about those so kind? Holy Ghost, help us. How about those? Holy Ghost, help us. In the areas that we are weak in, in the areas we don't know how to pray in, Holy Ghost, help us in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Lord, we love you and we thank you, Father. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just say thank you, Father. And, Lord, we love you, Father. Lord, we thank you, Father. Lord, we worship you in spirit and in truth, Father. And, Lord, create us a clean heart, O Lord, and renew the right spirit that's within us. Lord, take out this heart of stone and put in a heart of flesh in the name of Jesus. Teach us to walk in your statutes and your ways, Father. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray over our children, Father, that our children will be obedient to you in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just say thank you, Father. Lord, we love you. And, Lord, we praise you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, teach us not to be compulsive spenders. Don't be, Lord, teach us not to be compulsive liars. Teach us not to be compulsive in religion, Father. Teach us, Lord, not to be uh, compulsive in negative thoughts. Lord, deliver us from Abado, deliver us from the root of addiction in the name of Jesus. That Father God, in the name of Jesus, I speak deliverance. Abado, I speak deliverance, Father. I speak deliverance. I speak deliverance, Father, in the name of Jesus to your people who are dealing with mental problems. And, Lord, we just say thank you, Father. And, Lord, we praise you, Father. Father God, in the name of Jesus, teach us, Lord, not to be weary in well-doing. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, teach us to be obedient, Father, that we'll follow you first, Father. We'll follow you in the name of Jesus. Lord, teach us to seek you first in every decision in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we just say thank you, Father. And, Lord, we praise you, Father. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Father, we just thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Father. We thank you. We thank you, Father. Lord, we thank you. We thank you. Lord, we thank you, Father. We praise you, Father. 
Lord, we magnify you in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just say thank you. We thank you. Lord, we thank you for life, health, and strength in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you. We thank you for breath of life, Father. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I speak to that person that has a crook in their spinal cord. In the name of Jesus, they back will be straightened in the name of Jesus. Their body will be in alignment in the name of Jesus. They will not have to wear shoes that uh, that's two inch, one to two inches higher to, to bounce out. But, Lord, I thank you that their legs are growing by those proportionate in the name of Jesus. Their arms, their back is lining up in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray for that woman of God, that baby's in the hospital with fluid on, on the baby's brain. In the name of Jesus, that fluid is decreased, Father, in the name of Jesus. Hey, by the way, that baby is, is normal. The baby is normal. And that baby is smart and a genius and full of wisdom and life in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that, Lord, they don't have to go to surgery. Because, Lord, when the doctors look, they're going to say, where the fluid went. Because, Lord Jesus, we know you are powerful. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray for that individual who's dealing with medical debt, hospital debt. In the name of Jesus, I speak debt paid in full in the name of Jesus. Hey, by those Lord, I thank you that people that, that was, was pronounced dead, Father, in the name of Jesus, they are coming to life in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, we thank you. Hey, by those kid by sea. And, Lord, we just say thank you. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I speak marriages, 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 man and woman to come forth in the name of Jesus. Lord, from age of 18 up to the, if a person in hundreds want to get married, that, Lord, I thank you, that, Lord, show marriages, that, Lord, you created man and woman, that, Lord, you created male and female, that, Lord, I thank you that marriages are springing forth in the name of Jesus. That, Lord, I thank you that people that have been married 30 years, they renewing their vows, 20 years, 10, that, Lord, they renewing their vows. Lord, I thank you that marriages that you call forth is coming to pass in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, deliver your people from sexual uh promiscuity in the name of Jesus. Deliver your people from homosexuality. Deliver your people from from whoredom, Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, burn it out of them in the name of Jesus. Lord, deliver them. Burn it out, Father, that people won't even know when they get a testimony that, Lord, even deliver that, that, that wealthy person that was a cop girl. Deliver that man that was a a, 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 a a gigolo, Father, deliver them. And people would never know, Father, because, Lord, you burn it out and you deliver them and set them free in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, people that have secrets of, of being raped or molested or being in, uh, in uh, sexual promiscuous, that, Lord, lead them to who to talk to in the name of you, that, Lord, they will not be taken advantage of a a man and a woman of God that present themselves that they of you, Father. And, Lord, they will not be fooled by preachers that have those same problems, apostles, evangelists, 
men and women, prophets, that are seeing people with these problems, that, Lord, you send them to the to your trusted one in the name of Jesus, that, Lord, as you send Paul, Father, when Paul, um, when Paul was on the, the, on the road of Damascus, he was blind. Lord, you send Paul to a man of God that, that could uh, deliver Paul from his blindness. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, protect your people. Protect your people who's coming to you, Father. Protect them from gossiping people in the church, protect them from, from people that can bash and, 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 and people that will crush their spirit. Protect those who's, who's new to the things of you, Father, in the name of Jesus. That everybody will protect your saint. Protect that gangbanger, that gangster who want to give their life over to you. Protect them from a church that will, will crush his or her spirit. Protect them. Send them to the place that will love them and they can get the deliverance and the teaching and the prayer that they needed in the name of Jesus. Lord, in the name of Jesus, lead your abadodokosi, lead your, your, your people who gave their life over to you. Lead them, Father, to the right places in the name of Jesus. Everybody, lead them to, Abado, to the right churches, organizations in the name of Jesus that, that will help them, Father, in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, I thank you for breaking the back of every religious spirit in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for those young ladies, Father, who's pregnant as a teenager or, or pregnant in their 18, 20, and, Lord, they're in the college or they're in high school, they're in med school, and they know they're going to be ashamed and crucifixion from their church or from their family. But in the name of Jesus, Lord, protect them, Father, from that harsh because that baby is in a womb. Protect the baby from harsh words and from rejection in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you. Protect those that Lord, I even pray protects though even protect those mothers who's married and they they husband giving them a hard time saying he didn't want no children, but he didn't want the woman to be on any type of birth control. And Father God, he's being harsh and nasty. But Father God, protect that baby womb. Protect that woman, Father, in the name of Jesus. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray for that woman who, who are Jezebel, who has a mean spirit, an angry spirit on her, that she protect that baby, Father. Lord, quicken her spirit in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I protect the babies, Father. Protect the babies from abortion, Lord. And I know there's a law that was passed that, that people can get abortion even at their ninth month. But in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray that even the doctor's instruments that wouldn't even work for their they instruments break. They say, how this thing is still raw is breaking. That, Lord, everybody those some some going to fall. Everybody those some going to fall. And, Father God, we just say thank you, Father. Deal with that mother or that grandmother, auntie that don't like to do and say, I don't like you. You need to get abortion. You, should, you need to be with the guy with the money. But, Father God, protect that baby in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, I'm reminded when Moses, when Pharaoh did a decree to kill all the boys, Father, and, and, and King Herod did a decree when Jesus was born to kill the boys from two and under. But in the name of Jesus, protect the babies in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, if a person don't want them, Father, put them up for adoption. And, Lord, you can put them with the right people in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we just say thank you. 
And, Lord, we praise you, Father. Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, Lord, I speak, I speak to the young people that they are a blessed generation. They're not a generation X or a generation Y. That, Lord, they are blessed generation. That, Lord, they walk in boldness. They walk in confidence in you, Father. They, they are by the that, Lord, they will see signs and wonders. That, Lord, we thank you for your people. Lord, I thank you for the elders, Father, that the elders will be mature. The elders will teach the young people in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray for women conferences. I pray for men conferences. Lord, I pray for marriage conferences. I pray for pre-marriage conferences. That, Lord, send real men and women of God that are going to speak the tr- truth, Lord, the raw truth. No additives, no, no, everybody knows that, Lord, they won't even preserve anything. And, Lord, we love you. And, Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Praise God. I thank God for everybody that's on the line. And tonight, I'm not going to be before you long, but I want to um, share on um, on unforgiveness. I want to share on unforgiveness. I want to share on unforgiveness. Mm, how about that? I was listening to a pastor today, and he was saying that uh, this man owed him some money during a business arrangement, and the man did not want to pay him this money, and they made a deal. They made a contract and so forth and so on. And the preacher, you know, the man of God, the preacher said, you know, I, I, you know, if I take him to court, I'm going to win, and he still had to pay me. So he was, he was angry. With with this fellow, so the the Lord told him to call him and ask him to forgive him for whatever he done. So he called a man calmly. He said, "Look, I'm calling you to ask you what can I do to help you? You know, with this cost. You know, I can cut it in half, and uh, and I actually forgive me for anything. I, if anything I done." If I wrong you, and the man said, you wrong me, um, the how you talk to me. And the man went on and said, way you talk to me, I took it, I didn't take it well. And he said, please forgive me. He said, forgive me, I didn't have no right to talk like that towards you. And um, and he and the, he was going on, and the guy was talking, and the guy said, I will not. He said, you don't have to discount the bill. I'm going to pay the bill in full. And he was shocked because he obeyed God. Because he did offend the man, but he didn't think he offended him. So he said, the man, in turns, um, forgave him and paid the bill in full and sent uh, business his way. And I was blown away with that. So um, last week, you know, I was told, say, Larry, you got to forgive. Uh, you got to forgive people. You got to clean the slate with people. And, and, I, and I'm going to be honest, you know, I thought I was okay with them because I believe that if I didn't see them no more, that I forgave them. But that was a lie. 
there was one person that I saw, and it brought back memories. And I was like, oh, I cannot stand them. Say, Lord, you got to help me. And I had to be real because I want them. And the Holy Ghost told me not to do something. I did it anyway. And I thought because they wronged me, I have a right to do them even wrong to them. So I had to let it go. And when thoughts come up, even in past relationships, I had to forgive. And I te- I'm telling everybody today, forgive and let it go. Um, Mom didn't do all she can do. Dad didn't do what he's supposed to do. You have to just forgive and let it go. We sit here hold grudges for, for things that people did not know. You know, I don't know why they put that type of mustard in the potato salad. I use uh, a comics mustard, or I use Oscar Mayer mustard, and they're going to bring Parade uh, True value mustard. You know, we hold grudges on a silly thing. You know, they came uh, with um, Patty LaBelle sweet potato pie. And they know I already made sweet potato pie. I was offended. They must think my sweet potato pie is nasty. It's just we have so many issues and hangups that is keeping us away from the promises of God. God promises is yes and amen. God don't withhold no good thing from us, but we have to forgive and let it go. And if you, it is, and you said, Holy Ghost, help me. There's a process even in forgiving. You you can say, Lord, I forgive. Yeah, Lord, I forgive. But it got to line up with your heart. It got to line up with your spirit. It got to line up. And when it line up, you let it go. You're gonna you're gonna feel a release, and you're gonna see the blessings of God upon your life. And and I thank God I dealt with a situation this morning, and um, it was with customer service. And I kept telling the people, I say, look, you credit you credited me for the wrong thing. That's not what I returning. You credit me for the wrong thing, and it's of a lower price. So that's not what I want. I canceled the order because I wasn't going to wait no two weeks for this order. And because uh, it, it showed that it's going to ship out in three to four days, and then they changed the date to the 29th or 30th this month. And the lady, they kept credit me for the wrong thing, something cheaper that I already have. Now, Larry would have just went off. Because I'm on the phone. I would say, you know, you're not listening to me or you, you act like you need a hearing aid, you know, because I, I was dealing with this matter since yesterday. So the Holy Ghost kept me calm. And uh, the problem was resolved, and they gave me a $20 credit. And thank God I kept calm because, you know, when you keep telling me it's going to be done in two hours and it's not done, and and three hours later, I call you, still not done. Then, you know, then I heard the most ridiculous thing I ever heard say, uh, the credit is stuck. I say, how's something going to be stuck? And I say, that's the most ridiculous thing. I say, you know, when I present a payment to you, either it's going to go through or not. 
you know, I never say, oh, my payment stuck, but y'all still sent it off. It was things that was bothering me, but God said, keep coming. It worked out. Praise God. So what I'm learning is when you let things go and you tell, you know, it's a reason why the Holy Ghost says stay calm. Because the people didn't know it was a glitch in a system. They never witnessed that. And what I learned, I, I, you know, I'm quick to say, I would never, I would never order from y'all again. Y'all just pitiful. I'm going to give y'all a bad survey. If they send me a survey, I'm going to put the worst on there. But you know, it's amazing. When you have a problem with customer service or something resolved, you don't get those surveys, but you get those surveys when you had a good call or the problem had been resolved. And Lord, they don't do it. Boy, if they send me a survey, I'm gonna let them have it. But I, but I got surveys that I, I put down. You know, the, the representative was nice, but y'all need to. There was in past issues, I say, but the way y'all y'all policies need to change. You know, I always do that. I, you know, thank God I never had a bad customer rep, but it was different things in the system. And that's why I'm learning not to rely on computers. Everything, everything's computer. I learned to write down stuff because I had a situation. If I didn't write it down or put it in some notes, I would have forgot the, the number or the RMA number, the confirmation number. So what I'm telling everybody here, forgive and let go. And and I and then I had to be accountable. I had to be accountable for certain things I went through. You know, I it bothers me when I see a person that hurt many people but still blame other people. Well, you hurt this person. You stabbed this person. I'm just hypothetical. You hurt, you bruised, you done all this. Well, if these people ain't done this to me, then I wouldn't done these to these people. No, you got to learn to be accountable for your actions. I'm going to tell you all this back. It was February 14, 2007. I would never forget this day as long as I live. Someone broke in my apartment, and um and they do some nice apartments, new apartments. And somebody kicked out the apartment, kicked out that the frame of the door fell off. They stole a lot of stuff. I'll never forget that day. Then I, I was hurt. I was mad, saying, "Man, I don't bother nobody's stuff. I don't. I don't never. I never broke in nobody's house. I never broke in nobody's car. I never. You know, I don't touch people's stuff." And the Lord told me, say, you remember, you know, when you used to work at this job, you used to steal cleaning supplies, toilet paper, paper towels, towels, uh, pens, papers. You used to take those people's stuff. He was at this store, you used to do this. And then I, I, I did say, well, that's different. I ain't breaking nobody's house or their car. And I say, Lord, you're right. That was ignorant. So I went through bitterness and anger. Then I say, Lord, you're right, because feeling is feeling, you know. We can sit there and cover up, you know, and 
um, you know, we can sit there and cover up and we can sit here and play crazy. And God dealt with me even in um, just things I dealt with, even in life, how I treated people. And how you have, and, but where I treated people because I had unforgiveness. I always had unforgiveness. And, and um, when I grew up with a speech impairment at one point, you know, when people tease and mock you, especially grown people, you can hold, a, I hold grudges against grown people, but they'll never know. But that wasn't right. So I want to tell everybody today, you don't know when you're going to leave this earth. You don't know when. It's, um, I went to church today, and they said one of the greeters at the door, um, and I, I didn't see him. And uh, they say, you know, the greeter at the door, I forgot his name, Mr. Ronnie. He had a massive heart attack and he died. And that blew me away because the guy, it was in great shape. I mean, to my knowledge, you know, he, you could tell he worked out. I said, man, that brother in good shape. He had a massive heart attack. So it bothered me. And I say, Lord, that, that could have been me. It could have been, and what I'm saying, let go of it. Let go of unforgiveness because you don't know when you're going to die. You know, it's amazing. If God would tell us, say, January 22nd, 2035, you're going to die. I bet you. January 21st, 2035, you repenting. You're getting your life in order. And God give you a reminder every day, once a month. At the beginning of the month, he'll tell you, you're going to die. Don't forget, God give you a reminder. You'll be up there repenting. You'll be trying to get things right. You're trying to, you're trying to look, get delivered from everything. You're trying to clean out everything in your body. But what I want to tell everybody, you don't know when you're going to leave off this earth. You don't know when you're going to get sick. And uh, I remember a guy uh, I used to work with, he used to always believe, he'd say, you know what, Larry, when I die, before I die, I'm going to ask God to forgive me. And I didn't, at the time, I didn't really have much to say. I'm saying, oh. And as I got older, I'd say, what if you have a stroke? Or what about you go into a coma and you don't have time to repent? What if, what if you die instantly? What about you die in your sleep? It's amazing. We'll gamble with the stock market. We'll gamble with the lotto. We gamble with bingo. We'll gamble with... with uh, you, you, you gamble with uh, betting or horses. You bet all those things. But at the same time, you bet on your life. You play with your life. Now, it, it should be your life. You shouldn't play with your life. And those things, you just play with the stock market or 401k or whatever. But you treat your life like it's a bet. You treat your life like it's just 
life. Like, oh, well, I'm going to do what I want to do. And, oh, that's just me. We treat our life so nonchalant. We treat our life like a lot of scratch-offs. We get a scratch-off, say, oh, I want a dollar. Get another scratch-off. Oh, man, I had two five thousand, five dollars three dollars I need one more 5000 We play with our life like a scratch-off. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna gamble on life. Play with our life. God, God knows my issues. God knows my needs. He do, but He requires us to stay holy. God requires us to stay holy, and you cannot stay holy in your same mind frame. You cannot stay holy or hanging with people that's not taking you nowhere. You can never be holy playing with the devil. Well, my mama raised me this way. Well, baby, your mama going to take you to hell. Oh, my daddy did uh, raise me this way. Well, your daddy going to take you to hell if you don't change your way. I don't neglect my upbringing. My parents did the best they can, aunties, uncles, and I take good out of all of them. But I learned to take good out of everything and the stuff that's bad, just throw it away. You know, it's amazing. When I was coming up, you know, bread gets stale. But they tell us with stale bread, we're toasted. <laughs> All the little mold they cut around it. You know, um, you know, it's amazing. We work with things like that, but when we come to our life, we don't want to cut nothing off. All we want to do is cover it up. Oh, baby, that's mold covered with peanut butter jelly. Or... There's a there's a hole in your roof. Oh, okay, just put a piece of plastic over it. Your pilot light in your stove not working. You'll light it up and create more and more danger. We 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 don't want to fix nothing in our life. We want to patch it up. And we go through ministry after ministry, people after people, because we never want to say, God, fix this. Create in me a good heart, a clean heart, O oh Lord, and renew the right spirit. We are so accustomed to patching things in our life that it harms us. Eventually, if you continue to patch a roof up, eventually you're going to have many leaks. Bitches going to need a new roof. And the holes going to get bigger and bigger. Ask God to give you a new life. Ask God to give you a new heart and stop patching things up. You can patch things up, but you still have problems. You know, I remember a time when people had tables that was leaning. They'll put a book under it for that leg that's wobbling. All right, we don't need no new table. We got the money but just put another book under it. We patch stuff. We don't want balance. We rather believe God for the the minimal payment of a bill than asking God to pay the bill off. But Lord, if you just pay the third dollars a month, Lord, that's good enough. 
and the world is creating, getting more and more interest. But we need our, our pay it off. Amen. Praise God. I want to tell everybody today, forgive. 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 We're going to go to Matthew's chapter 18. It's a very familiar passage. Going to Matthew 18 and 21. I'm reading out the New Living Translation, and we'll go to Matthew 18, 21 through 35. It says, Peter came to him and asked, Lord, how often should we forgive somebody who sinned against me? Seven times, seven times. No, not seven times, Jesus replied, but 70 times 70. You know what amazes me? We keep track of all the wrong people do, but we don't keep track of the good. I was, I was in college, and I was reading this thing on the wall. It said a person did, did 10 things. Not the ten things they did nine good things, but the tenth thing they remember. The tenth thing was a bad was bad. They this person did nine good things, but the tenth thing was bad. And they remember the ten things over the nine good things. And it stuck with me. I say, you know, that's so true. You know, we remember the worst in people, but we don't remember the goodness. I was mad because my mom ain't buy me a red wagon. I was mad because my dad didn't give me that bicycle for Christmas. Now, God bless you with more than enough. You can get you 10 red wagons and three bicycles, motorcycle, uh, anything you want. But we don't forget. Oh, my mom didn't get put no braids in my hair. She pressed my hair. Let that stuff go. And it, and it's people in their fifties, sixties, and seventies. I remember my uh, my sister took my boyfriend. You know, to I know two brothers. It was a younger brother was dating a woman, and his older brother took the, his woman away from him, and they ain't talked in over seven years. And and I was like, wow. So those things are not to be played with, but you got to let it go. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven can be compared to a king who decided to bring his accounts up to date with the servant who had borrowed money from him. In the process, one of his debtors was brought in him, owing him millions of dollars. He could not pay it, so his master ordered that he be sold along with his wife and his children, and everything he owned to pay the debt. At that time, um, 
you know, you had to sell your wife, your wife, your children, go in slavery. You know, that was a custom. If we if we go in the Old Testament, when the lady owed her because her husband died, and uh, she obeyed the prophet, got every pot that she can feel, you know, God filled her pots with oil and paid off the debt. You know, that was common. If you don't pay a debt, your wife and children will be sold into slavery until you pay the debt. Just imagine a day if we didn't pay our debts, that your 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 wife, or if you're not married, uh, if the woman old, you know, so what we have to say, your husband, your children, or uh, we got to, where you have children, you have to say your children are slavery. Or uh, if you don't have a wife or children, oh, you got to sit in jail for a little while. Verse 28, but the man fell down before the master and begged him, please be patient with me, and I will pay it all. Then his master was filled with pity for him, and he released him and forgave his debt. So just imagine, right now, everybody got some type of debt. Say some of y'all got a house, a mortgage, car loan, student loan, credit cards, medical bills, payday loans, pawn shop loans, and they total millions of dollars. Say so total $2 million. And the creditor say, you know what, I forgive you. You can have it. We forgive you. Just hold that thought. But when the man left the king, he went to his fellow servant who owed him a few thousand. He grabbed him by the throat and demanded instant payment. And his fellow fell down before him, begged him for a little more time. Be patient with me. I'll pay it. He pleaded. But his creditor wouldn't wait. He had the man arrested, put in prison until the debt could be paid in full. Now, that's another thing I never understood. You know, if, if, you, if you, you know, and now I understand it, but at one point I didn't understand it. I say, how are they going to pay the debt they sit in jail? And um, I never understood that. And and I remember a time um, um, I, I owed some tickets with the city of Houston, speeding, no insurance. And I went to the judge. I said, look, I cannot pay this. What can I do? Now, I could have paid it, but I didn't want to pay it because I know it would have hurt other things. So the judge uh, I had to serve community service to pay that debt. So I had to do like, two months of community service twice a week to pay all those tickets. It was a, it was in the thousands, and back then I probably barely made a thousand a month. And now I understood. I said, "Oh, okay," because a guy told me, "Say, yeah, if you don't have the money, tell me you can do community service." But the judge usually don't do that. And I also understand what other people who went to jail of other things, and they give you a hundred dollars a day to pay the fine or whatever in jail. And I understand now, so I thank God for that because you, um, you know, I didn't understand, but now I understood. It's like when you sit in jail, you know, they say, "Oh, how many days you sit in jail? It pays towards your debt." So verse 41, when some of the other servants saw this, they was very upset. 
They went to the king and told him everything that happened. Then the king called a man he has forgiven and said, You evil servant, I forgave you that tremendous debt because you pleaded with me. Didn't you have mercy on your fellow servant just as I had mercy on you? Then the angry king sent the man to prison to be tortured, to be tortured until he paid his, his entire debt. That, that's what my heavenly father will do to you if you refuse to forgive your brothers and sisters from your heart. So God forgave you of this debt. Your brother, sister, or friend owed you $2,000. And you send them to jail. You send them to court. They go to jail. Now, the, the judge here about it. This time, you ain't going to only go to jail, but they're going to torture you. So what I'm t- telling everybody here, you got to forgive. You got to let it go. Because when you die, you're going to be accountable for that unforgiveness. That goes from me, anybody on the line. You got to forgive. I don't know why mama did this. I don't know why daddy did this. We don't know why. You know, and certain things in life are generation curses. Some things are uh, generation thinking. It don't even have to be a curse out there. It's just the thought patterns. So I want to tell everybody, please forgive. Next, ask the Holy Ghost to help you, if you had the Holy Ghost, to help you in letting people go. And I'm not going to tell you that it's easy, but say, Lord, I choose to forgive, but help me. Just like the servants say, I believe, but help me in my unbelief. Lord, I forgive. Help me in this. You know, everybody on this line, some of y'all been molested, some of y'all been played, some been cheated on, some been taken advantage of, some been jumped, beat up, some been... I mean, everybody here has a story. You still have to forgive. I've never seen no clauses in the Bible or exemptions or what ifs. I ain't must seen no uh, no uh, no special provisions. On unforgiveness, forgiveness. I've never seen it in the Bible yet. So you just have to forgive. Look how many times God gave us life. God brought us in this world. God gave you life. He, you was born in this world. He gave you life. Gave your soul, spirit. God bless you to be a human. God bless you. To see, to touch, you have all the limbs on your body. If you don't, you can still function. And you go party with the devil. You go hang with the devil. Go dance with the devil. You do what the devil tells you. God, you you know, I know that hurts God's feeling. It's just like your child. You raise your child how to be a productive citizen, male or female. You raise them in the church, you pray for them, and all of a sudden they go they go uh, crazy. They in gangs, they on drugs, they on alcohol, they hang with the wrong people. Just imagine how that hurts you. Imagine 
God created you, and we we all sin and fell short of His glory. So I'm asking everybody today: let go. I ain't gonna tell y'all let go and let God. No, that's cliches. I'm say let go. Now it's God to help you in your unforgiveness. Because as that preacher gave that example today, and um, and everybody here been through something. Your children betrayed you. You betrayed your parents. You found this out. You found this out. Husband betrayed you. Wife betrayed you. Girlfriend, boyfriend, grandchildren, nieces, uncles, aunties, nephews, grandparents, grandma, boss, business partners, business consultants, lawyers. I don't care who betrayed you or done you wrong. No exemptions and no special provisions unforgiveness. Now, only thing God don't forgive, and that's blaspheming against the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost. The only thing he don't forgive. But we as humans do not have the time to hold unforgiveness. You can do 99 things right, that one thing can send you to hell. Amen. Amen. Anybody want to give your life to the Lord or rededicate your life to the Lord? It's important that you do that. Tomorrow is my promise to you. Next week is my promise to you. Give your life to the Lord. Also, thank you, Holy Ghost. The enemy has a track of all of our wrongs. Every wrong we do, the enemy has a track record of it. And it goes before the Father. He's accusing of the brethren. When God tells you to forgive or repent to do something, do it quickly. If not, the enemy has permission do what he wants to do. Because it's, it's the law. And for example, if you if you have a car, you have a car payment, some states is different. But after thirty days, they can they can repossess your car. They they the the repossession people have a right to confiscate your car or truck or SUV a motorcycle, anything that you have have a note, a lien against, have a right. It doesn't it doesn't it doesn't matter if you made the first payment or you have a five year plan and you have payment number forty nine uh fifty nine and you got one payment left and the car is yours. It doesn't matter whether you made the first payment or payment number 59. They still have a right to repossess your vehicle. They 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 have to buy the law of the land that was established for them to get back 
their item or their possession. So if we sinning, whether we've been with God from day one or with God for 59 years, if we don't repent, the enemy have a right to take us out. The sin, say the wages of sin is death. Whether we sin day one or day 59, when God tells you, you need to repent, you need to forgive. And the enemy is right there trying to repossess your soul. Go to hell. Repossess you. The enemy come to steal, kill, and destroy. He don't want to steal you. He want to destroy He want to kill you and destroy you that you don't have no remains of you. They can't do a DNA test on your bones. He wanted to destroy your bones. So what I want to tell everybody, that's why it's important. God, the Holy Spirit, come before you with a sin or any situation you've done. I don't care if it was yesterday, 15, 20 years ago. Repent. Because the enemy is keeping count of ways to destroy your life. He's the repo man of your soul. The enemy don't care about this stuff. The enemy is the repo of your soul. The enemy wants your soul. Your soul, even everything in this earth, still don't have a greater value than your soul. Say, what prosper man to gain the whole world and loses his soul? The earth and all its resources still don't have more value than your soul. First thing, when, when God created man, I created man as a what? A living soul. And the enemy understand the principles of a soul. So, when God tell you to do something, say, Lord, forgive me. I repent. Help me. And he will. Hey Amen. I'm going to go back. Anyone want to give your life to the Lord or rededicate your life to the Lord? It's important that you do that. Tomorrow is not promised to you. Next week is not promised to you. The next month is not promised to you. But give your life to the Lord. I want to give you light to all, rededicate your light to all, repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I need you. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. I'll open a door of my life and receive you as Lord and Savior. Thank you for forgiving my sins. Give me eternal life. Take control of the throne of my life. Any kind of person you want me to be. Amen. I encourage everybody to give your life to uh, to give your life to the Lord, rededicate your life to the Lord. Heaven is rejoicing. And I thank God for everybody that came on the line. I encourage you to go to a local church in your area. And and read your, start off reading your Bible, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. 
and pray with communication between you and God. Amen. I thank God for everybody. Do anyone have any testimonies? Do anyone have any testimonies? Now, I'm going to tell you this. Mm-hmm. The ink is not dry. Don't testify. Amen. 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 So if it if the, if it's not completed, don't testify. Amen. Amen. Any testimonies? Amen. Praise God. Do anyone have any prayer requests before we come to a close? I would just like for you to continue to pray for me that the Lord would just keep me in my right mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. About so. Now, Mother, I'm going to tell you this. The Lord says some things you need to let go. Mm-hmm. And the Lord, gonna, it's, you, it's some things you thought you left, let go. Mm-hmm. But it's things that happened to you 30 years ago that you subconsciously forgot about. Yeah. But the Holy Ghost going to bring it back to your remembrance. And the Lord is going to make you softer. If you allow him, he's going to make you more gentle. Mm-hmm. He gonna, if you allow the Lord, he de- de- these last years on earth will be the best years of your life. If you allow God to come in and change some things in your life, that's between you and him. Mm-hmm. And don't, it, 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 it's some things that you don't have to explain to nobody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, I allow the Lord to come in and change some things about you. I promise you. Mm-hmm. By the Spirit of the Lord is in me, that yes. God will make your last years on earth your best years, if you allow Him to do that. Amen. Mm-hmm. I receive it. Jesus, in- I come to bring. Jesus, I come to bring life and more abundantly. I promise yes. you, mm-hmm. if yes. you allow God to work in you, yes, mm-hmm. and to change some things, your last years on earth will be the best years of your life. Amen. Oh, I receive- in Jesus' name, yes. And, and that goes for everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you this. Everybody here, you got you. Some of y'all want a house. Some of y'all want cars. Some of y'all want to travel. Some of y'all want to get married. Some wanna want this, want that. But mm. give your life totally to the Lord, and I promise yes. you, yes, Lord. The last years on earth will be happy. Man, I Even though you go through things, you'll still yes. have the peace of God. Yes. Oh, yes, yes. I, I'm not going to say you're not going to go through things, yes, but yes. you'll still be at peace. Yes. Because okay. you allow God to be in a center. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So yes. put, yes, some things you've been taught, some been good, some are bad habits. Yes. But allow God to change. Yes, Lord. And watch Amen. God. Amen. Mm. I receive yeah, so kabasi. Yes, and and mm. the spirit of the Lord saying, but some of y'all need to forgive some past relationships. You're gonna have to forgive and yeah. let it go. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times we be mad at people because we thought they supposed to have been better, or they supposed to have been growing or maturing, whether mm-hmm. it's spiritual or naturally. We get mad and say, well, Lord, they waste my time. Mm. But the Lord told you. Leave them alone. Oh, Lord, I could change them. Leave them alone. Let them go. Because God got better. I don't care if you got one child or eight children. Yes. God can bless you with another husband. 
Well, say so. Mm-hmm. Well, he can bless you another wife. Yes, Lord. But you got to allow God to work in you first, not uh-huh. the people, Whoa. but to work in you. Um, I was listening to this lady, she was testifying, and when her husband, her and her husband first got married, and he used to always watch football, college football. And she's like, I hate football. I hate it. So she'd go praying to the Lord, Lord, deal with him. Lord, burn the TV. She would just have issues. Oh, no. Lord, change his heart, Father, towards football. I hate football. I hate it. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. She prayed for months after months. And then the Lord told her, you go in there with your husband mm-hmm. and you watch football with him. You Amen. sit down and right. you watch football with your husband. Yeah. So... After that, um, she said after she watched one game, she'd been a football fanatic ever since. Amen. <laughs> and um, and uh, I, I was blessed. I was listening to Miles Monroe, Pastor Miles Monroe. And this lady um, used to come in and, you know, say, Lord, save my husband. Uh, Lord, save my husband. So uh, Dr. Miles Monroe said, Told that lady, say, I want you to go home and be with your husband. Well, it's Sunday. All he do is watch TV. Better be there. So she she went home that Sunday with her husband, and the next Sunday her husband gave her life to the Lord, gave his life to the Lord. Mm-hmm. See, sometimes we got to be interested. You know, it's some hobbies. I don't like I don't like planting. I don't like planting flowers. I don't like trimming trees. Or I don't like probably hiking. Mm-mm. But the things I don't like could be a thing that brings joy. But some things I don't like is because I just think it's foolish to be digging in dirt and bugs and worms. Or I think it's foolish to be walking up a hill and Wild animals. Oh, oh, I think it's foolish to be scuba diving around sharks and fish. But it's a foolish thing that could wake me up. It's like, wow, this ain't bad. So it just don't limit God. You know, don't limit God and ask God to help you. You know, in human bodies, we can only do so much. Mm-hmm. But we have to trust God in the areas that we limit it in. It's, I'm, I'm grateful that I can go to God. You know, people say, oh, you, your, your body ain't limited. That's just in your mind. I'm going to tell you all something. Mm-hmm. At things that I could do in my 20s, I can't do in my 40s. Amen. 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 And I'm just being real. That's Things that I could do, I say, you know what? I have to trust God. I'm killing myself. That's it. That's it. Lord, I'm limited in my ability. I can only do it. I can probably carry up to 300 pounds. That's limited. That's all I'm going to carry. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to carry 500 pounds, 600 pounds. I need help. That's it. Well, you're going to have to trust God to live with that 600 pounds. Unless God give me the abilities, I'm going to say, God, you got to help me. Amen. It's 600, 600 pound, whether it's a 600 pound refrigerator, 600 pound item. He said, go, go get that dolly. 
Or go get that pallet jack. You know it. Go get the forklift. It, you know, like, ooh, this 3,000 pounds. You need a forklift. Uh-huh. See, we, we, we have to trust in God. You know, people, wait, God give you the strength. Yeah, he give us the strength. Yeah. But God is saying, use what you have, and Amen. he'll do the rest. It so I, I can have a 3,000-pound pallet, and God say, go get that forklift, because mm-hmm. he created that forklift to lift up 3,000 pounds. I don't have to do that. Because that's God. God God created that forklift for that. Amen. If if I if if I'm there if I need to carry ten thousand pounds of lumber, he created trucks for me to carry ten thousand pounds of lumber. Amen. I don't I don't have to do that. And we won't be so stressed out. Mm-hmm. We try to do everything but we are only limited. That's why we have to come to God. He Amen. said, cast all your cares upon me. Cast them. Yes. Even with your children, you can fuss, you know, when we're coming up, you can fuss, you can fuss with your children, you beat your children, That's you knock right. them side the head, you pray for them, you throw oil on them, you, you, you send them to the preacher, you send them to the prayer line, and they still cutting up. That's, That's right. That's when you give them over to God. Yes. Because you God. can only do so much. Right. And, a, and, a, and we can create gods in that. We can create our children, people, situations in our life as a god. God, I can't handle that. Mm-hmm. You created them. You created my son. You created my daughters. You created yeah. my mother. You created you created everything on earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to come to you. Ain't, ain't, it's not for me to. Make nobody do anything. It God ain't created me to pull six hundred pounds bare hands. Mm-mm. God ain't created you. You know, yeah, there's some women that are strong, but it don't look good. It don't look good for a woman. She up there uh, lifting up a thousand pounds. You know, no disrespect if you if you're in the bodybuilding. I ain't trying to uh, degrade that. But when I see a woman just as muscular as a man. That's, that's, that's not too feminine to me. Mm-mm. But everybody has differences. Yeah. It's not cute Mm-mm. when a woman can pick up 2,000 pounds, deadlift 1,000 pounds, or deadlift. Woo-hoo. You know, she, you know, you've got women that are strong, and God uses them, but it's not good all the time. No, it's not. Amen. So I tell everybody, we're limited in our human abilities. Mm-hmm. But God yeah. is unlimited. God gives you strength to do it. He gives you strength. He gives you strength to do it. Me me doing what I'm doing, God gives me the strength. Not my flesh, not my body. You know, I can can be the 100% health freak. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean nothing because things change in your body. Yes. You know, nobody in your 50s and 60s want to work hard like you in your 20s. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Mm-mm. I don't care who you are. If you're in your 50s, 60s, 70s, you don't want to be working hard like you was in your 20s and 30s. No, sir. It's no, no sir. If you nope. do, either you love it or I don't know. You and your... Oh. You can't work so like that no way. Because uh-huh. people are talking about, oh, God, give, yeah, God gives you strength. You can't do, a lot of stuff I do is not because of Larry's abilities. Everything God helped me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. 
you know, I, I can I can I can pull a lot of weight and then some, but I don't want to do it. I said, God, you got to strengthen me. I can do it for day one, but I'm gonna need your strength throughout the course until this this assignment is finished. Amen. I have to trust in the strength of God. Amen. 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 Trust yes. God with your children. Trust God with your job. Trust yes. God with your bills. Yes. And have Very fun. Amen. Amen. I'm coming to a close. Does anyone else have a private course before I come to a close? Mm-hmm. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. I'm coming to a close. Heavenly Father, we love you and we thank you for this day. Lord, we thank you for your daily bread. And Father yes. God, in the name of Jesus, I speak the blood of Jesus over everybody on this line, over their marriages, Amen. over their single life, over their thank children, you, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, niece and nephew. And Father God, I speak change this week. I speak deliverance. I speak, in the name of Jesus, I speak answers yes. that they've been waiting on. And Lord, I speak yes. debt relief over your people, debt, D-E-B-T, over your people. Yes. And, Lord, we love you and we thank you. In the name of Jesus, we bind up everybody, the plans of them. We bind up every spirit of backlash and retaliation against your people. In the name of Jesus. And, Father, I pray for the spirit of obedience. I pray for the spirit of obedience. I pray for the spirit of obedience over your people. And, Lord, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Um, I want to tell everybody good night. Yes. Hello? Yes, I hear you. I'm sorry. This is Angela Thompson. Um, I'm sorry when you called testimony, sir, the Lord had just brought something to my remembrance. I was going to uh, get some gas yesterday evening. Mm-hmm. I said, Lord, I'm not paying no 229 for no gas. I said, that gas going to go down in the morning when I come back through that. So when I came back there, through that, it was 219. I said, oh, thank you, Jesus. And he told me to speak against those things that you want, you know, uh-huh. uh, just speaking into existence. And yes. I just want to thank God for that. Amen. 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 Oh, I want to remind everybody to press 1 and make sure. I want to tell everybody, sometimes you might, like, I mute my line uh, on your phone or on your blue Bluetooth piece. Um. Just remember to press one to unmute yourself. Just remember mm-hmm. that, okay? And Father mm-hmm. God, we thank you for the blessings of evangelist counseling. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray for peace in the middle of a storm. In the name of Jesus. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just say thank you for what you're doing in her life and what you're doing in the life of your apostles, your prophets, your teachers, your evangelists, your pastors, your teachers. And, Father God, I pray for youth ministry. I pray for youth ministry. Lord, I pray you send wise men and women of God to youth ministry in the name of Jesus. That, Father God, we just say thank you for the youth. And, Lord, I pray for favor for those children that are going into college. I pray for favor. And, Father God, I pray for safety over this spring break weekend in the name of Jesus. And for the children, college children. I pray for safety in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I want to tell everybody good night. Be blessed that Jesus loves you and I do too. Good night, everyone. Good night. Love you all. Good night. Love you.
Jesus' name.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.